The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Thunder Rosa get more into the signing of Jade Cargill to the WWE. Thunder gives us her wrestler of the week, which is Julia Hart. And then we spar with Justin Labar and preview Wrestle Dream right now on the Busted Open Podcast. I want to get your take on Jade Cargill. Obviously, you know Jade Cargill well. You know, wrestled together yes. in AEW. I've yes, mentioned about that I feel like Jade, um, excellent a person, like not only inside the ring, but outside the ring. This is a, a big acquisition for the WWE. Oh, it's huge. Just let's start with the fact that her video did almost over 14 million views on social media. Just Amazing. the buzz that she that she is in WWE, it's incredible. The amount of publicity that she received in the last three days, it's it's unamountable. Like I can't you can't you can't even measure it. Like uh, I know there was uh, I think Paul I, I Paul I talked to Paul yesterday. He's like, just tell me something. Tell, tell the listener something you remember about Jade. And I can tell you, I remember when she first came, her first training with all of us when we were in Daly City uh, in Jacksonville. And I remember she, I mean, she always she always wears these beautiful uh, two pieces for to exercise. And I saw her and she came and she did some stuff. And this at a time when I was like really, really like, just like scouting for women for Mission Pro. And I just looked at her and I looked at a couple of my uh, of my coworkers and I was like, she's going to be a star. Yeah. I didn't know she was going to get signed or anything. We didn't know nothing. And I was like, she's the next one. Like, she just have it. Like, everything. Her look, her, the hair, ev- everything about her called, like, superstar. And, you know, I started talking to her and stuff. And, and she is one of the smartest people I know. Very, very... Um, like hustle minded, very focused on her goals and, and what she wanted to do. And the whole entire time, the way that she talked about herself, her career was moving forward. It didn't matter who was in front of her. She knew what she wanted. And when she first signed for w, uh, for AEW, it was because at the moment, that's what it was going to be good for her and her career. And um, and all this time happened. And I'm telling you, like, I, I just saw I just saw her evolving in like. And her entrances and the way that she 
the relationships that she has with so many people outside of professional wrestling that really also helped her to like establish herself as the star that she is. And that is so important for so many of us that are trying to make it outside of professional wrestling. But she was already established as as a um, uh, fitness mongol, per se, because yeah. she had her programs and stuff. And um, I am very, very happy for her that she made this decision for her. She made this decision for her future. And and I know it's going to pay off for her like big time. They are very invested in her. Very, very invested in her. WWE is very invested in her. And I think it was a no brainer for her, honestly, to make this decision, especially if she wanted to, you know, do WrestleManias, if she wanted to wrestle uh, some of the really established big stars in, in WWE. So I am very, very happy for her because she deserves this opportunity. She's worked her whole entire life uh, as an athlete to be in this platform. And now it's, she's going to be in one of the biggest platforms in the world as a, a very influential African-American female professional wrestler, which is even, uh, it has bigger connotations on, on this matter because you you already know, you have you know Bianca Belair you have Mercedes Monet but I don't think they have somebody like Jay Cargill in there. She brings something completely different to the table. When uh, listen, when you look at Jay Cargill, she has that it factor. Like you said, they broke the news that she signed with the WWE on ESPN. You talked about the about the amount of views um for the video. I, I can't remember. We talked about this earlier in the week with Tommy and Bully. I can't remember Thunder where there was an accusa- uh, accusa- uh, accusation, accusation, an acquisition, acquisition. like a Jay Cargill, you know, like a like an accusi- accusation like this. Like, like I, I can't remember where they had so much fanfare around it like we do with Jade. I don't think I've ever seen that before where you're getting so many mainstream views like what we're getting with Jade. It's pretty amazing. And, and I it mean, show, and, and think about it. You know, she was in AEW. And it also shows that people are paying attention to AEW, right? Because they know of Jade. And the only place you're going to know of Jade is from AEW. And she was very smart because uh, her social media is, it's very, uh, she's very popular on social media. I think she had over, before she got signed to WWE, she had over like 800,000 followers. On Twitter, I don't remember quite, but it was like over half a mil. <clears throat> Sorry. But she's been doing this stuff for a while. And even before <clears throat> she got signed to dub, uh, to AEW, she already had a big following. And right now, sometimes this, uh, social media can be a lot a lot more influential than what you do on, on professional wrestling. You know, yeah. professional wrestling really helped her to get to the next level. And people really started, like, digging her character towards the end of her run as a champion. And a lot of people, you know, criticize the fact that she was not allowed to wrestle to, uh, with other people, especially have some runs with, um, let's say, when I was a champion um, with myself, Britt Baker, uh, Tony Storm, uh, Jamie Hayter. Like, uh, I think she. a lot of people felt like she could have had really good stories with some of us, right? And I would have loved to actually have a match with her as a champion, but unfortunately, like, um, you know, creative was different and they had another ideas for her. And, um, and I was like, I, I am going to publicly say thank you because she was one of the, the people that 
you know, st stuck up for me. And, um, and she's like, like I said, not everybody's perfect. Not everybody's everybody's cup of tea. Right. But to me, like she always showed me so much respect and, and she's like, she's the type of woman that she knows what she wants and she, and she's going to do what she wants because that's, that's in her vision and that's in, in her future. And, um, and when you are like that, sometimes you can be criticized, but I have a lot of respect for her, uh, work-wise uh, as a woman, uh, as a business woman and man, the sky's the limit for her. And, um, Man, I'm just excited to see where she's going and and when she does something. Well, the first time that she does something, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna text her and say congratulations. Because again, I am happy for people's successes, like seriously. Because if she succeeds, I know it gives me the opportunity, it gives me the hope, it gives me that drive that I can also do it. And I'm learning a lot from what she's doing. Yeah, I know our careers are completely different, and it's so funny because I'm looking at the Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine from last year, and when we were both champions and their talk about our difference our yep. differences and our journeys and most definitely you know because of her looks she probably a lot of people feel like she got the opportunities excuse my french so fucking what a lot of people do too you know they use their looks to get what they what they want regardless I, of their of their skills regardless of their knowledge but she worked very hard david i can tell you very freaking hard to be where she's at. And when she came back, like she looked sharper than ever, sharper than ever. So that's what I'm so excited for her because I know how hard she works inside and outside of the ring to become the megastar that she always knew that she will be. Well, and you just said uh, for her looks, she looks like a star. You know, it's, you, all you have to do is see her. And I said this on the show too, Thunder, like meeting her in person, like it's, it's like, wow. Like she, how she, how athletic she is, how beautiful she is, her stature, the it factor, like she had, she really is like the total package. And again, they're doing it the right way. She's at the performance center now because you still have to learn the WWE way. They want to make sure that she's in ring ready because they, I'm sure that, hey, they're putting a lot into this thunder. Oh, yes, they are. So they want to make sure that when she does make her debut, it's going to be amazing. And that it makes people take notice. So I think the WWE is going to take special care of Jade Cargill because they know how special she is. You know, and, and, and good for her. Like, she she earned it regardless of her looks, regardless of whatever else. She earned it. And um, I think a lot of people should learn from this because, again, when you look, you smell, you act, and you walk like a star they're gonna treat you like a star and for some of us it's really hard to like to like really comprehend that part because we come from another world we, mm -hmm. we you know we're independent we're on the grind we did a lot of years we have to earn our stripes but once you reach to a certain level you have to do that for people to see your greatness and that's hard that's hard is removing yourself from like who you really are in the core and really and live the gimmick because the greatest they act and live the gimmick to the point in where they lost themselves but oh i almost threw this but that's um, not gonna happen with her no i don't think so i hope yeah. not <laughs> yeah i know i think listen i think she is on track i know it's early and you don't want to put too much pressure on somebody but 
And you know what, David? She's going to be in a WrestleMania match soon. And another thing, I think we need to stop, like, comparing people. Like, I know that they compare her a lot to China. She's going to make her own destiny. She's going to make her own path. I know, yes, she had the size. She looks strong, whatever. Stop comparing her to other people. Like, she's creating something different. Remember, like, it is so important, like, diversity. I'm talking about diversity in being African-American and in, in a female African-American in WWE. Back in 20 years ago, is not what it is now. I mean, uh, Bianca Belair, she is the way that they're portraying her, the way that they have worked her, the way that they have molded her as a superstar is incredible. Mercedes Monet, she worked her ass off to be considered one of the best wrestlers in, in the world. And Jade, she like, like I said, she just comes here and she just adds more to the table. And because, again, they believe in her and they're investing a lot in her. I know that she's going to be one of those female superstars for 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 the history and especially again for African American um, wrestler. This is this is something very important. And even for me as a as a wrestler of color, uh, having uh, a strong uh, female role models out there that have become superstars is is huge. Be again, and I tell you, it's it's so motivational for me because I know that there is a space for me, and I I, I truly believe it, David. I truly believe there's space for us in here. But again, we have to walk, we have to breathe, we have to look like superstars. And you need the opportunity and you need the platform. And because it's one thing to be able to do all those things and to be all those things, and Jade is that, but you have to be given the platform in order to be able to show what you have. Yes. You know, I, I always thought, and again, this is my own personal opinion, that yes, there were opportunities given to you, but at the same time, you weren't given the platform to really shine. Hopefully, you know, with this second run, you'll get those opportunities and you'll get the platform. I'm sure WWE will give Jade that. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart. 
Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Platform. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Thunder Rose's Wrestler of the Week. Well, this one is very special to me because I had an opportunity to talk to her on Saturday after her performance uh, in Coalition. Uh, this young lady, we've seen her evolved from being such a cute little thing, such a cute little cheerleader, you know, and, and uh, so young in the business. And I remember, again, just like Jade, she came to the Daily CD, and I saw her, and I, I remember I asked her, I was like, how old are you? And I'm like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> but she's, you know, she's put so much work on, on her character. She's put so much work on her wrestling. And I think uh, the decision that she made to uh, to get into like this darker character really has paid off. And people really love, like, from the moment she entered, like, she has one of the best interests in AEW. And um, and just her complete attitude. And I mean, she's a sweetheart just in general. And I'm very, very proud of her. I'm very, very proud of all her hard work and and everything she's doing right now. And that's Julia Hart. Uh, Julia Hart has been on fire in the last couple of months. She's had. Is it 27 wins? I don't know. Like it's straight it's, wins it's or something it's like that. 75. Yeah. I just read it. I can't remember from the back of my I'm head. pretty Maybe sure she's undefeated. undefeated. She's undefeated. Two, yes, she's undefeated. Yep. And the most beautiful part, this is her first ever pay-per-view that she's doing. Wow. Wrestle Dream. Yeah. So that's why I, ha- I had to personally go in and congratulate her because she deserved her flowers. And I cannot tell you guys, when you're that young, and, and sometimes you don't even know who you are and you have to develop a character. It's like one of the hardest things to do. But she is blossoming. She's doing great. And she deserves her flowers. So my wrestler of the week is Julia Hart, who likes to spit on people because they don't pay attention to her. And she's a brat. <laughs> I, I just look. <laughs> Julia Hart now is won uh, 27 matches in a row. Yes. Her last loss was uh on elevation on april 20th 2022 against chris statlander yes since then she's been on a unbelievable win streak quietly on this win streak but i think now as you said over the last month people have really stood up and took notice i think her entrance is unbelievable Mm -hmm. um 
And, you know, Bully said something yesterday that I can understand it, but I think Julia Hart would probably be somebody that would knock what he had to say down. Bully said that he didn't believe that AEW has created stars. Like they've given them a platform to show themselves, but haven't really created a star. If you wanted to take one example of them creating a star, I think it's Julia Hart. Julia Hart, to me right now in the world of AEW, is a star. And giving her this win streak, having her be undefeated in 2023, and like you said, now getting her opportunity at her first pay-per-view match, you got to give AEW a little credit here as well. And you, you know what? And repackaging her completely, yes. and tagging her with like the House of Black was the smartest thing that, that could have done for her. Because I think the cheerleader one, it was cute and everything, but it wasn't it wasn't going anywhere. And this one has definitely give her some like guidance and like uh and and I guess like a, a like a path for her to like really develop who this character is. And it's it's been really really awesome to see it. So and I know she's well loved in the locker room. And um and she's like besides being so mean and conniving in the ring as a person she's just oh she's like the cutest thing ever it's and she, like <laughs> you said she's so young and she's getting it and she's getting this push and she's getting this attention thunder you just mentioned the match that's taking place on sunday at wrestle dream yes. she's going up against chris statlander for the aew tbs championship of course chris statlander the one that beat jade cargill uh to become this tbs champion who who wins this match on Sunday? Chris Statlander. I hope, I hope Julia spits on 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 Chris Statlander's face. I just I just want to see that. Wow! All <laughs> right, all right. But no, but Chris Chris Statlander is another person that I really admire. She's a great wrestler, uh, and 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 another one has developed herself, developed her character into something else. And I think with this run, like this unstoppable run that she's she's had. Um, She's able to show the the world why she's one of the best wrestlers in in our roster, and um, it, when Chris stands in the ring with anybody in the locker room, she just she's just a great ro- a worker. She, you know, my hat to her. Like great, great worker. Everybody loves to work with her. I love to work with her. I think we have a couple matches in the Indies, and I had just the best time of my life. Like she is. So competitive. She's man. She's there's so many there's so many adjectives, positive adjectives that I have for for Chris Atlander. But one of them is like she's very selfless and and she loves to wrestle. She loves to wrestle. And and like you said, only 21 years old. I mean, that is she's got a long career ahead of her. She does. But again, she's coachable. She listens. And and as you can see it. It's very noticeable. So good for her. And uh, I am congratulations for doing this. And I hope you really enjoy the moment. The pay-per-views are some of the most beautiful things to be part of. And um, and this is a new one. Uh, and like Tony said, this is the end of an era and the beginning of another one. So I don't know exactly what that meant. But uh, I'm excited to see it. I'm going to be there doing uh, commentary. And I will be calling her match in Spanish. So I will be paying attention. I'm like I said, David... I pay attention to absolutely everybody in the locker room right now with 
with a T, like with so much detail and attention because when it's my time to return, I'm going to know their strengths and, and the most important, their weaknesses. Well, and you know what? That's funny that you said that because you have been doing commentating. You've been doing Spanish uh, commentary for all the pay-per-views for Collision. And for a while, you were doing it for Dynamite too. But at the same time, you are a wrestler. You are going to come back. So as you're doing commentary, you are kind of scouting. You're, you're seeing the styles of these wrestlers, how much they've improved since the last time you've been in the ring. So you're kind of doing double duty when it comes to what you've been doing lately, right? Um, absolutely, David. Even when I'm not working, you know, I'm yeah. doing scouting. It's, it's important because I need to know where everybody's at. Because I, when, I, when I come back, I'll be like, uh, yeah, like uh, I haven't really been watching. No, I've been watching absolutely everyone. Like their, you know, their their victories and their failures, and uh, that's what makes that's what makes somebody that is injured more dangerous when they when they return. So the last the last time you were in the ring, I believe what was August of two thousand and twenty two. Correct? Was that yes, the sir. last time you were in the ring? The last singles match that I had was with Jamie Hader in August sixth last year. And, and maybe it's even Julia Hart. In your in your estimation, which woman? in that division for AEW has improved the most since you've been gone? Damn, that's a really good question. Like, from when I first started, Anna Jay is one of them. I mean, Anna Jay has always been good. I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to yeah. say, like, you know. No, it's not saying they were good, just improved. No, it's Anna Jay, her character, everything. She's coming out of her shell. It's, it, like I said, it's, it's awesome to see that. Uh, definitely Julia Hart. Um, but these the, are the ones that AEW brought them in as, you know, yep. other projects. And, and, and I think that it's important to mention who else. Man. Sky Blue. Sky Blue is definitely, I mean, she's always been good, but I feel like she's been given more opportunity to be in live TV and, and to do a lot more stuff that she can. Um, I think those are the three young, the, the three young talent that I can mention. <laughs> Hey everyone, Gente Ashanti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. New pay-per-view for AEW. When I first heard Wrestle Dream and they announced the first match of being Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr., I thought we were getting kind of like another forbidden door where it's just kind of fantasy matchups. But that's not really the case. You do have stories going into this pay-per-view. So this is definitely a, a pay-per-view, Justin. I'm very interested coming up on Sunday. Yeah, it, it truly is the buffet, and I agree with you. When I first heard the Danielson Saber Junior matchup, I thought the same thing. And I'll be honest, the, the 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 a show like Forbidden Door where it is a lot of like, let me bring let me bring uh, the pro wrestling magazines to life, where it's like you're you know what what are your dream matches if companies collide? That doesn't you know that did it for me. I guess back in the '90s when it was like, oh, what if you could have Goldberg versus Stone Cold or or, or Hogan versus Austin? But in today's landscape, I don't know. It just doesn't do. I, I just I value the stories far more. But I but I agree. You have something like that for fans who want to see, you know, the technical dream matches. I think it's being built between Danielson and Sabre Jr. But yes, you have a, a nice story here with with Hangman Page and Swerve. 
that they that they gave the main event spot to essentially to do the contract signing. I got to say, I think Swerve out talked Hangman Page. Swerve oh, right now to I me agree. is is just is. I mean, I think Hangman's got something to prove. I think, and and it's not a bad thing to go into this match with that feeling. But I thought Swerve just killed it with what's a cowboy, you know, you know, what, you know, what's, what's a cowboy to an outlaw. What's a, what's a buckshot to a kill shot. And, and all that, uh, that was all great stuff. MJF huge story there, especially with the news of Adam Cole. And that's a whole other thing we can dive into. Uh, yeah, Julia Hart getting, you know, uh, getting a title match here. And I, I think I heard the stat. If I, if I heard Excalibur correctly, uh, Julia Hart has not lost a singles match in 17 months. And the last time she did lose a singles match was to Chris Statlander. So yep. that's a pretty cool little, yeah, little uh, piece of trivia there. Um, yeah, and then and then Jericho, Jericho, uh, Jericho teaming with Omega and Abushi. What a what a what a uh, can't what a WWE can they coexist kind of situation there? And that's kind of intriguing up against Don Callis, who Don obviously has uh, you know heat with all three of of the baby faces. So yeah, I think there is a good amount of story mixed in, you know, with Kingston's match, with Danielson's match, um, you know. So that and I think that's good. Good on good on AEW for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And like you said, some of these matchups are, again, th- th- there's stories behind it. And I think one of the knocks on AEW in the short time that it's been around is that they haven't created a lot of stories. That's not the case right now. And like you said, Justin, I love the fact that on Wednesday night they ended with a cliffhanger. And it, just to get people talking, who is that? What just happened? And it makes you now have to tune in next week to find out what the next step of the story is going to be. It does. And like I said, I'm a little cynical because obviously, you know, so we see these men, mass men attacking Jay white, who just earlier, you know, you know, made his intentions known that he's coming after, you know, he wants MJF's world title. And of course, one of the mass men's wearing this devil mask. So all things point towards that. It's something to do with MJF, um, which is fine. Okay. Like if, 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 you know, if a bunch of, uh, you know, mass power rangers attacked jay white i'd be like what the hell's going on but okay so it has something to do with mjf but what i don't what what i'm what i'm fearful of as an mjf fan or, or let me say this as a wrestling fan who enjoys mjf shtick because he, he doesn't want any fans right um a, 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 what i'm worried of is i don't want mjf to be attached to another stable if that's in fact what's going to happen i've seen mjf's been in enough stables <clears throat> yeah in AEW's young career, that at this point he is a star. The friendship with Adam Cole is one thing, and the dyna- dynamic of Cole and then Roddy and and, and Taven and, and Bennett that's one thing. But I don't need MJF in another stable. We I don't need another Pinnacle. I don't need another Jericho group. I, I don't need that. So, you know, and again, there could be a lot of twists and turns and swerves that come about this. So I'm, I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to tune in because of the cliffhanger, as I should. But that's my that's my big worry as I look down. Is oh, please don't strap MJF. With another stable, he is your star. He does not need to get. He doesn't. He doesn't need lackeys around him. I understand that he has had a history of paying people off to do his dirty work. So maybe that's the situation. But that's what I'm watching to see. But nonetheless, it was a very uh, intriguing finish to Dynamite. What did you think about the exchange between Jay White and MJF? Uh, again, kind of like I said, even more so, I doubled down to what I said a minute ago with Swerve and Hangman. I thought MJF was just verbally assaulting Jay White. Jay White did come back and, 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 you know, try to say this is how he's affected MJ, MJF's life from afar, which I thought that was good. Give some people some, some context here of why you, but 
MJF's just a whole different level. It's almost unfair. He's just at a different level yeah. that it's very hard to find somebody. So it's like, I don't want to like just shit on Jay White because I think you could probably bring out most other people and it would be hard to 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 go you know mouth to mouth on the mic verbally yeah. uh, you know trading you know spars uh, if you will with MJF so um I you know I, I, I MJF is at a whole other level and then I just I'm really worried about with if Adam Cole was legit hurt which apparently it looks like he is um what that's going to do because the MJF Adam Cole stuff in my mind uh, in my money is the number one thing going on the entire dynamic of they become best friends but we constantly are waiting for one to turn on the other if that now it has to be put on hold to an extent because we can't get to any in-ring action with them as tag team or opponents then um you know that that's a huge detour in my mind but I mean, you can't do nothing when it comes to like injuries and uh, unless they decide to continue to have Adam, you know, travel and do this stuff so you can unravel and continue to develop a story with him. Uh, I mean, I mean, it is up to Adam if he wants to continue to travel, especially knowing if he's got, he's going to need surgery. Right. Right. Uh, but it's, that's that's wrestling, you know, guarding subject to change. And yeah, everybody loves them together. But. It happens, man. All right, go I'm going to say something that could be really stupid. <laughs> awesome. But <is> the... oh, <laughs> okay. Okay, David. But you I'm know, not why not? Why not? Today is just seems to be a lot of that. Um, yes. Could it be a work, the injury to Adam Cole? Be very uh, careful to what you have to say about that. And I don't think so. Uh, to be fair, Dave, well, when I was talking about Dynamite minutes after it ended, Wednesday night on the wrestling podcast, we entertain the the possibility because there would be a lot of scenarios because you have, you know, Roddy and all them right there. So, I mean, it, it was like, well, this would be an interesting situation, but then I will admit, uh, and, 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 you know, unless Britt did a good job doing some Photoshop and when I saw Britt's Twitter post about the photos of what, uh, you know, the injury and what he's going to go through, I was like, I was like, okay, well that kind of puts that to rest. But then again, I mean, unless it's some, yeah, and, and listen, work, I'm, I'm not, and listen, if Adam Cole and I'm sure, listen, it's the world of pro wrestling. And if Adam Cole is legit injured and I'm sure that he is, obviously we wish him the best and I'm not trying to, to start anything here, but it is the world of pro wrestling. We saw Adam yeah. Cole on TV Wednesday uh, for an extended period of time. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there as, you know, if it could be a possibility. It's always a possibility for wrestling. And, and yeah, somebody asked me Wednesday night, like, why did then, why did the, uh, Roddy had an emergency and why did Adam then leave and do all that? And my explanation was just to get Adam out of the ring. So that way then we could transition into the Jay White MJF bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, people are, mass men are attacking Jay White. Uh, Roddy had an emergency for Adam Cole. I mean, Adam had a, a, a giant, you know, a giant boot on that could easily, you know, we could just see him rip it off and stand up and aha, he's, you know, he, he can walk again. So yeah. And pro wrestling, I guess anything's possible. Uh, but again, if anything's possible, so yeah, I'll, I'll wait and see. But when I saw Britt's post that kind of, to me, put it to rest, yeah, uh, that it, that it was, any, that it was any kind of work. Maybe we should Google search the uh, picture. How do you do that? I don't even know how to do that. Take oh, we're like, oh, it's like, it's like a catfish ankle. They're, they're catfishing <laughs> us with his ankle. Wow. <laughs> Well, obviously, Adam Cole, you know, with the issues that he had with concussions and this injury as well. I mean, Adam Cole's an amazing pro wrestler, and we want him to be back into the ring. And you never want to see anybody get injured. It's the last thing you want to see. 
but we are getting to be able to see MJF and Jay White. And I felt like Jay White has never really been treated as a main event star in AEW. I mean, he came from New Japan, you know, main eventing Wrestle Kingdoms. I'm I'm glad to see Jay White at the top of the card. No, no, but I, you know what? I I I want to disagree with that because okay, he's been ahead. a key player for Collision. Like those him and in you know Juice and everything. Like they they help you know just build what Collision is right now with like performances that they have had in the last couple of months. Um, that's why I feel like yeah, maybe not on Dynamite, but when he jump into Collision. He's the main, one of the main stars. In no, this I I get that, but but I'm talking about going after a world championship. Oh, and now okay. He has I see a, what you're saying. And now he has that opportunity to go after a world championship. Back to the MJF Adam Cole thing, Dave and Thunder. So MJF is going to fight in a handicap match. So that's how yes. we're building it now. If if the righteous takes if the righteous beats him and takes the tag titles, to me that puts to rest any. Any, oh, I'm waiting for Adam Cole to come back out or I'm waiting for Roddy to come out and be a substitute tag team partner for a time being. Like, if they if they just say, okay, this is our chance to get the tag titles off of MJF because he mm. and Cole can't. I mean, that, that to me is the telltale sign, right? Yeah. I mean, you had that opportunity. He wanted to say, hey, because of injury, we can't defend those titles. And he's going to be in that handicap match on site. Again, you're right, Justin. That's going to be interesting to see what the outcome of that match is going to be because th- that's extremely interesting to me. For Wrestle Dream on Sunday, no, it is. It I I don't think I have seen a handicap match in, like that in a while, for the, the tag team titles. So for a yeah. championship like that, this is interesting. No. Yeah, All right, we got we only got ninety seconds, and I wish we had more time because there's a lot to say here. Um, we do have coming up tomorrow NXT No Mercy. Um, Trick Williams has really been a major player for NXT as of late. Whoop the trick. Whoop that the is, trick. That is going to be an interesting match with Dom Mysterio tomorrow night. Yeah, the, the whole card. But yeah, he and Dom, I love seeing Dom's work in NXT. I think it's it's benefited him. It's benefited everybody. Um, you know, I could see Trick absolutely getting a win. Um, I, I, I think I like I could see it, and he's deserving so. I could also see if they're going to want to continue the whole gimmick of Judgment Day, just walking around with titles, that it makes sense for Don to keep Don to keep holding that strap a little bit longer. But yeah, I mean, up and down. And you look at that. I mean, you look at you know Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stratton, and I'd be remiss to say mm. you know it was a little stunning to see Becky Lynch come down to NXT and win a title. But now all of a sudden, I see Jay Cargo walking around into the Performance Center, and I can't help but think, were they playing chess a few moves ahead here of of getting something lined up? Uh, for for her, and then uh, Corbin and Breaker. You know, everybody's a huge fan of Dragonoff. I don't see him beating Carmelo Hayes just yet, but yeah, this is a, this is a solid card. A uh, great weekend for pro wrestling Saturday and Sunday. No doubt about it, Justin. All right, Justin. As always, thank you today. Especially you saved the show. Busted open as part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever. You stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.